This room is a bit hot, so I'm right next to the microwave. Not the microwave. Microwave. The radiator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here making snacks. <laughs> Class. I bought this blanket when I first moved into the Dublin house. Yes. Because uh, I arrived in the, the little boxing room and there was no blanket or pillows on the bed. There was nothing. Oh. So I had to go straight to Penny's and buy myself like, like my budget was pretty small. So I bought myself like little fleecy blankets like this one. Yeah. And a few like coloury cushions and that was my bed linen then for about a month. <laughs> oh, God bless you. Oh, the yeah. dirty student life. I used to, um, the things I used to do to keep myself going, I used, you know those little tubs of soup that you can get in Aldi? Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to wash them out and use them as lunch boxes. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, fair play to you. I know but, I did like, that. They were, they were proper disintegrating and I was using them for about two or three years like, you know, yeah. it, it got to a point where it was like, Mal, please buy yourself a lunchbox. And I was like turning in my pockets inside out like, I have no money. Oh, no. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be like cracks in the soup pot and the rice would be leaking out. Honestly. And I'd, I'd just put a plaster on it or something. A plaster? <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Or maybe maybe a bit of tape if I even had any. God, the days. days uh, poverty is the, is the best way I can describe it. I mm-hmm. know. Ah, I was in college. I was privileged. Um, talk to me about your blanket. It's stunning. Oh, mum got me this for Christmas. Maybe out tears. It's covered in dogs. Oh, it's covered in dogs. Oh, it's my favorite thing. My favorite. I love it. Just, yeah, I love just, it. Just be like cozy. Yes. No, this is it. I I'd go right. I wish. Um, I need one of those slankets that you can like put your arms into. Yeah. Like they have sleeves. Cause I'd be going around the place like Gandalf with my cape flying out me behind too. me, which is a blanket, yeah. and it would just be falling off me at the kettle anyways so we're gonna do our 2020 reflection so will we do our beautiful clap oh yes <laughs> look at us this is so funny <laughs> i'm so ready <laughs> okay hold on we count to three ready one two three okay i think did mine come in before yours yours oh, sure, look, we're mine. going now we're going how are you <laughs> hello <laughs> What's the story? We're trying out a new era recording where we both have to clap to know the recording's starting. So and we both start drinking as well. Yeah, yeah. this is our first tipsy podcast. If you can't tell, we're already fucking wired. Seven, <laughs> seven episodes in and we all, already are like wrapped in blankets, cradling like bottles of wine. Yeah. And like, I have a funny lighting system going on in my room where I have like moons and stars on the ceiling and my lamp right next to me. It's a funny time. I have so a load of candles funny. lit. It's like a seance oh, in here. It's do you know what? Do you know what's kind of creepy? You have a mirror behind you and I can see yeah. the candles in your... Or is that a salt lamp? That's a salt lamp, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, I could tell. I could just tell by the warm, ambient glow. Do you know what Stop. I'm kind of freaked out about? I really want a salt lamp, but apparently if your cat licks them, it could be really bad for your cat. Oh. Yeah. I don't have a cat, so I'm okay. But Hey, you're grand, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could just tell Stevie would be that kind of cat that would like piss me off and like have to bring her to a vet because she licked a salt licked lamp. Licked a salt lamp. I love Stevie like she's so sassy and we have such an interesting relationship but sometimes she can just cross the line that way 
Yeah, that's fair. What are you drinking <laughs> this evening? What are you having? I'm having a... So there's a white wine that you can get in Landis. Gosh. And it's called... I don't know if you can get it anywhere else. It's a Pinot Gris um, Angelico. Ooh. And I'll show you the bottle, actually. Is there anything the fun on the bottle? I know nothing about wine, but I love the labels it's that have like animals. Like a Renaissance painting thing going on. Two oh, angels was that just sitting, That's us. Two that's angels us. sitting back, back to back. Back to back, having chats. It looks like their wings are kind of... Oh, one of them's playing the trumpet. I think that's me. <laughs> oh, no, one she's, of them reading? She, <laughs> she's still, yeah, one of them is writing with her quill. Okay. And the other is blowing the trumpet. Choose your fighter. And they you. have blankets on other dresses. Are they dresses or blankets? One or the other. And they ha- they're like doing that like low bun kind of vibe. Yeah. Stunning. Um, which one is... One of us is the researcher. The other one is the talker. I think we're a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, I think we I think we're we're um I can picture you though with a trumpet trying to make me laugh. I got to she's proper going into the trumpet yeah. like. She's proper like out in front of her. Um so I, I think it's kind of fitting that we're having like a little drinky. What are you having? Talk me through. I your, am your having bevy. a TK red lemonade with a little dash of vodka. I'm not a big drinker, but it's just, it's a nice little feeling. It's a nice Just before, hug. oh yeah. Just before we were recording, I wanted to tell you that I think I have memories of the teen discos and just like bottle upon bottle of TK lined yeah. up at, on a little shelf. It wouldn't even be a bar. It'd be a shelf somewhere in the hall. Yeah. Bottle after bottle of TK. It was amazing. Class. Oh no, Great I don't stuff. think it was even the disco. I think it was when like we started drinking. So we were going into the pubs. And you'd see the trusty bottle of D- TK there and you thought, I'm sussed for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Would you put anything in it or was a teenage disco stage where all you'd be having is lemonade? Actually, do you know what? I remember they gave you your little cupping with the shot of vodka in it. And okay. you'd, go over, you'd go over to the TK yourself and you'd pour your uh. own TK because it's Roscommon and you can't be having oceans about yourself that you can get your whole drink handed to you. You have to put a bit of work no. into it. Yeah, you have to get the TK yourself. I suppose I couldn't let you get the vodka yourself, but the TK is all right. Yeah. <laughs> and what di- what dishco was that, if you don't mind me asking? It wasn't a dishco, it was a pubbing. Okay. It was a pub in town, and something tells me it was the Red Parrot, because they weren't strict that's about underage name. drinking. Okay, that's a great name. Yeah. Oh, I've just called them out now on their, on their <laughs> illegal activity. Oh, sorry. I think, sure, look, they're probably closed now after COVID. Um... But yeah, Roscommon has some good pub names. We, you have JJ Harlow's, you have the Red Parrot, you have, I was about to say Zam Zam's, which is, you know, essentially a pub in itself sometimes. Um, <laughs> what else is there? The Red Parrot. So- What's that one that is, is there Jack's? Was that a disco? Oh my God. Yeah, that was, um, that was that was the grown up disco. So like in first and second year, you went to the Abbey Hotel disco and then third year you went to Jack. So it was in the back of Rockford's, which is like the nightclub in Roscommon. Yeah, Rockford's, that's it, yeah. And in the dance hall out the back of it, they would have the teen disco and it yeah, was like intense. It was like, because it that's was like a, the mi- such a spooky place. Yeah. Have you ever been? I found it. I found it. Intimid- I went, I think I went twice. I definitely went once. And you see, because we're like Carrick people, kind of go to Carrickton. Yeah, House, which is oh, the big, the big I, dish go out there. I have some lovely so memories Rockford's of Carrickton Oh, Carrickton is such a strange vibe. Oh, it, it, I have so many weird big, memories. It's a big mansion in the middle it of is. a forest. Yeah, and a load like at least three or four hundred young people go there, get absolutely sloshed in their dresses, and go home. Yeah. and the traffic jams going. My the, the traffic. Bi- 
my mom didn't even dread me hopping onto a bus with a nagging. She dreaded having to come pick me up because of the fucking... Yeah. Well, actually, no, we got the bus back. Do you know what's funny? I was only thinking of this last night because after... Oh, I'm kind of giving away now that we're doing two podcasts in the one day. <laughs> but I went to... I was Sometimes out last night. Yeah, listen. I was out last night and... I brought tracksuit bottoms in the car, so when I got in from the freezing cold, I could throw them on oh, over my dress. Oh, you're my hero. And we used to do that at the dishkas. We used to have the tracksuit bottoms on the bus, so when we got onto the bus after the dishko, we could throw them on and be cosy. I never knew that happened. That's a great idea. Yeah, and some of us had snacks and everything because we were fucking coming down from the drunkenness or almost hanging oh my some God. of us. Listen. Shall we have a sip? We shall. Cheers. Episode seven. How are you? Woo! <laughs> Well, sure, look, seven is a bit of a naughty, naughty number, so we're going to have a bit of a naughty, naughty time. Ooh, we <laughs> drink, drink some alcohol. Um, so in this ep, I think it's kind of appropriate that we're having a little drink because we want to reflect on, dare I say it, 2020. Yep. How was life before COVID hit? How was life for you before this even became a thing? Um... I mean, I was stressed anyway because mm. I had whooping cough. I know I don't stop talking about it. But I had oh my cough. god! Yeah. <laughs> so my lungs were already in bits, and people were talking about you know this horrible cough, this horrible fever, and I'm like, whoa! But oh, I I knew yeah. it was whooping cough then. You know, they were like, no, is that COVID? You're okay. Mm. So I was feeling quite sick anyway, and I just finished doing the show in Smock Alley, so I was tired, I was worn down. I was trying to finish college, that year of college. And I just remember it being a really stressful time. And then I remember I was supposed to be going into work in the light shop the day that everything was kind of closing down. And mum was like, I need to bring you home to Roscommon. You know, you can't stay in Dublin. The, everyone's shutting down. So I remember texting my boss really lovely. And she's so nice. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't come to work today. My mum's bringing me back to Roscommon because the world is ending. And she was like, yeah, fair enough. Well, you got a job in Dublin, did you? I was doing interior design in a light shop cool. in Dublin for most of third year. Loved it. Like, great. It's such a nice shop. Yeah, and I love that, but it was just, it's just mad. And I remember it's the, the um, I mean the country went into lockdown the fifteenth and fourteenth of March, and my birthday's the sixteenth, yeah. my twenty first. So I was oh literally my twenty first was on the couch with the dog, just being like, "This is the end what of the world." happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's mental. What about you? Um, yeah, same vibe. Absolutely mental. Um, January, February, March was like up until the middle of February. I was doing a show, so yeah, mm. like that pretty mental and the weird thing was after the show like it was just such so much downtime and like I was still yep. doing work but I was able to organize my own schedule completely mm-hmm. so and I was working part-time as well so I was kind of working almost more because I had more free college time if that makes sense yeah um yeah and I think because I think I was suffering with post-show blues and I was also just really, I was working a lot and the workplace wasn't very good for my head. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't stop thinking, college is over soon. What the fuck am I going to do with myself? Like, I just couldn't yeah. stop thinking that. So when COVID hit, like, obviously there was that really dark realization of like, fuck, this is happening. And there was so much disinformation, disinformation, misinformation circling. Yeah. Do you about the WhatsApp group chat, big messages and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard from my friend who's a guard. 
who's in the army and he says the army are going to patrol and all this and I was like what I fully believed it I think it's because I was in oh no me too like I was like you know it only takes one Egypt to slip out of place and then riots and apocalypse and we're all dead great yeah uh, and then there, well, we didn't. We didn't get there. That's good. I think I spent two or three days of like full on lockdown in my little boxing room in Dublin, just yeah. thinking like I I never got out of bed. Like I had a thesis to write. I had no motivation. I was just like fuck this. And Mam obviously was like you know come home, but I was like might give you COVID. Like I have to come on a bus to get home. And she yeah, was like, yeah. it'd be fine, just wear a mask. And like masks weren't even a thing back then. Yeah. So I had to like tie a scarf around my face. And yeah, the exactly. taxi, I had to get a taxi to the bus and I got like a real, I got like a seven o'clock in the morning bus to avoid the crowds. Yeah, yeah. And the taxi was all like, isn't this a bit mad? And I was like shivering in the back like, yeah, it oh, is. No. And he was like, oh, well, I help you with your suitcase. And I was like, no, no, don't come near you. Don't touch me. Don't touch me or my suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> and hopping on the bus and coming home on the bus, like a woman got on at the airport because it's that really arsy bus. I don't know. Does anyone know it who gets the bus from Dublin to Roscommon? That goes mm. to the airport first and then goes off down west. Oh, God. Really annoying. And I picked up a couple of people at the airport and I heard them talking on the phone. And one of them was coughing and being like, yeah, I feel a bit unwell. I'm just landed now. But like, I don't think it's COVID. And she was coughing the oh, whole way home. I, I, I wouldn't be one to do this normally. But I leapt up out of my seat and I ran away from her. I like ran down the back yeah. of the bus. I was like, I'm not bringing COVID home to anyone. Um... And then mom picked me up and I like kept my mask on and I got into the back seat and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, we're all going to die. <laughs> and we got home and she was like, can I give you a hug? And I was like, no, keep away from me. I have to el- no, I- isolate now for fucking years. Um, that was it. Like What? Yeah, I cried the whole two hour drive that mom got me from Nana's house back to Roscommon. Yeah. I just, I bogged for two hours. I Before I came home, I got my crying out of the way. I think yep. it was the night before I came home. Um, and then little did I know and mam kept saying like the colleges won't reopen and I was like I have to get my like my thesis done be- or I have to get my yeah, work yeah, done yeah. because like I'm back in on Monday and she's like hun <laughs> <laughs> you're going nowhere like get comfortable yeah. and it's funny like I've like I've, I wanted to talk about this in this podcast but there's so many moments that happened this year like I moved out of my Dublin home eventually like I told the landlord like look I'm heading off and um, mm. college, college isn't starting again like and I kind of went up with my mask, got all my bits, you know, told the housemates, like, I'm not going to give you a hug goodbye, like, see you later. And they were kind of like, all right, bye. And I just in, get the stuff out. And then it was only in the car then, like, driving away from my house that I was in for so long. And I had so many good memories in. And I think, what was the song that came on on the radio? Rocky Took a Lover, Bell X1. And that was like my, that was the song that just reminded me so much of being in Dublin and like, you know, living oh. in Crumlin, living in Harold's Cross and just like, yeah. you know, kind of suffering a little bit, but loving it anyways. That yeah. came on the radio as soon as we were driving away with all my stuff in bin bags. And then it was a tiny moment of like, fuck, that's over. But it was just, yeah. it wasn't marked. Like there was no party. There was no big goodbyes. Just like gone. There was so many. That was a lot of it, though. Yeah. There were so many moments this year that were like that, like graduated, you know, all this shit, and just like not nothing, not marked. Now I went out for dinner, but like there was no big old cap and gown or anything like that, you know. Oh no, but that's like there are things you kind of expect to happen, like the whole cap and gown, the whole, even like knowing you're finished that year of college. Like I was finishing third year, and like even we'd always go for pints, or we'd always, 
I don't even finish enough the acting class. Like the last acting class is always so emotional, mm. but we were doing acting over Zoom. Like that's mm. acting over Zoom is shit. <laughs> like yeah. the facilitators were great, but it was just like you can't you can't teach acting over Zoom. It's just hard. I know. That's one thing that I've learned this year is that like while like the online world like it you know you have so many resources and so many ways to communicate and like there are a lot of people working to like make it as authentic as possible yeah, yeah. i just don't think the online world lends itself to like authenticity and or, just like, you know there's so much of being in a room with someone like even our podcast like mm. there'd be so much of us being in a room together so much of going for a cup of coffee with someone and just having a chat like yeah like i cannot wait now because household visits for anyone listening from the past or the future household visits are permitted now so i cannot mm. wait to see the vibe when we get into a room together with a mic oh god I <laughs> the car's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be 90 but look uh, we won't yeah. we won't stray on the owl how we've been shook we're gonna do i was thinking we do 20 things we're grateful for in 2020 so it's the 2020 oh, 20 oh the 2020 how do we feel in 2020 because something I try to do, I don't do it all the time. If my mental health is shit, I don't do it. But it's the time I should do it. Is I try and write mm. down something I'm grateful for every day. And I keep yeah. diary every day, so I know what I do every day. It's just how I kind of keep my brain going. So I was looking back at the things I've said. You know, one day I'd say, oh, I went oh. to this place and I'm grateful for the birds I saw when I was there. I'm grateful for the cup of coffee I had while I was with this person. Stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah the 2020. 2020-20. Love that. Do you have a 20? Do I have a 20? Um... Do you have one, two, any? It's so funny. Like I, like, I do that as well sometimes. Like, I try and journal, like, things that I'm grateful for. And mm. I always have to sit and think for a while because I think gratefulness is not something that comes naturally to us, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, let me think. I was about to say wine. <laughs> 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 but um, this is going to sound really materialistic as well, but I think... And I was just giving out about the internet, but it has let me learn so much. Yeah. And it has like taught me so much in these months that I couldn't go into the library or I couldn't really ask people. Or if I did, it would be a long time to wait for a reply. And Mm -hmm. especially like the likes of Amazon Prime and Netflix and Now TV and just how much I got to like, like sometimes I would consider like watching a film or a series like almost homework because like I'm watching actors do their thing. And then I like, yeah. I might watch interviews with them or I might listen to a podcast with them and I might look into their process and see like, you know, how they approached this or that. And then obviously and the like, exact same. Yeah. Do you know, like the, the internet kind of let me learn so much about that, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Giza 20. Giza 20. Okay. Dear. I have, I have it all in the notepad. Yay. But it's same with, I'm actually very grateful for my postman because he's oh. brought me so much stuff. Because <laughs> I've been home alone a lot of the time. So he's he's so nice. He's Aww. so... Love, love What's his postman. name? Do you know his name? We have two. The main one is Donal. And then there's another guy that does Donal's days off. But I don't know his name, but he's really nice. Aww. Thank you, postman of Kilmore area. He's our class. <laughs> Number one on my list would be my darling dog, Darcy. Yeah. Who I had for 12 years up until she passed away in September, which was beyond shite. And then I was thinking, what was what was the best day of this year so far? And, you know, there would have been, like, day trips when the restrictions were lifted. There would have been stuff like that. But I was thinking it was actually probably, even though it was, I would also count it as my worst day, but my last day with Darcy. I would have been home alone. I knew the vet was coming around that evening to put her down and stuff, so that was shit. But I had the whole day, the two of us in the kitchen, lying on our bed. We were just watching The Office all day. Really? And it was just 
Yeah, it was just so nice. Now she didn't really know what was going on, but she was she she loved um she loved you know the plot twists and everything. She like she like she likes the TV. She loved the soaps. She really did. So it was just so nice to be in the bed with her. But then like a week later, you know, we got two Dobermans. Fucking mad. Great. Yeah. Break. So Darcy is definitely number one on my list. But then I think even you know going out for walks. I'd say in the first lockdown mm. that was kind of in the spring and summer, everyone was mad for going for a walk. I went on so many adventures with Darcy. Great. Did you? Crack. Yeah. Yeah, we'd lovely we'd lovely adventures. Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, Another stop. one I'd have is like phone calls. You mm. know, or you'd have Zoom cups of tea, Zoom parties, oh. Zoom quizzes. I know we're all sick of Zoom, but the their first lockdown, I'd say definitely everyone, you know, we'll do a Zoom quiz. We can't see each other. We'll do a Zoom quiz. We'll do yeah. fucking Zoom quizzes. I'm wrecked with them. But like, good crack. Good, yeah. kept us going at the time. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Um, My education, like you were kind of saying there, like as stressful as it was, as stressful as college is online. Hello, Zoom University. You're doing great. <laughs> But I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, it makes me kind of realize that I'm really grateful for the education, the stuff I've learned while I was practically in college and the stuff that I'm, I'm learning now, even though I'm not loving Zoom University, not going to lie, I don't think many people are, but still, you know, still, still grateful that we're here and it's happening. Also, a student of life, we're learning all the time. Isn't that exciting? Honestly, like, I think we take it for granted so much that like we got to go to college and get that qualification, yeah. like, do you know? And also study something that we're passionate about. Like how many people yeah. in the world will never get that opportunity or will never have the sound parents to be like, yeah, you love this, go study it. You know, I'll support you. Yeah. Do you know, like... Absolutely. It must be one of the hardest things to say to your child, I will support you in a degree that will not get you a, like a very substantial job for a while. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, no, exactly. Especially considering the times that they would have grown up in, do you know? Oh, Misha, what you said there about Darcy was so sweet. Because I remember you texted me on your last day with her. Just like, yeah, you know, this, right. this is your last... Like, I know what it's like to spend, like, the last few hours with the doggo. And, like, obviously you appreciate your doggo and you love them and you love everything they do. But, like, just knowing it's the last few moments of them, it's kind of like... Like, obviously it's sad, but it's also really, really special. Yeah. Do you know? like, she would have relishing them sight. so much. Yeah yeah that's it like she would have lost her sight and lost her hearing in the last few days and she lost kind of her ability she had epilepsy yeah so she kind of the epilepsy got so bad that it messed with her brain so she kind of lost she lost the ability to walk basically so she was a heavy dog yeah so i would be you know she's why they're big they're big dogs so i'd be lifting her outside to pee lifting her back in whereas you know you think when she's a puppy you couldn't get her to stay still she'd be like let's go let's have the crack let's go yeah but then you know but she'd still like i'd be lying beside her and she'd still kind of nudge over and like give you a lick and say i just i know you're beside me and you'd be just like yeah shite like i know the vet is coming at seven o'clock fuck's sake but it was still it's still one of the nice not one of the nicest days i've ever had but one of just the nicest feelings i had because i was like oh my god you've been my best friend for 12 years like <laughs> just love you to bits 12 Get years teary is amazing now. oh that's yeah. okay that's allowed but 12 years is a lovely long time to have a doggo mm-hmm. speaking of doggos how are kobe yeah. and cooper kobe and cooper are big and bold just when we were about to record <laughs> i was coming up the stairs and cooper gave me a look and then he peed in the hallway and i was like cooper oh. pal and he was like whoops so i had to clean that up and that's why it's a minute late but anyway <laughs> clean and talk this they're grand they're getting big and bold they're yeah so clever like Cooper's normally... great at jumping <laughs> right he's figured like he'll 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 kind of walk for a minute and he'll like something up and all of a sudden he'll jump over the couch or like he'll wow look and he'll jump over the stair gate or he'll kobe who we stand there kobe's you know they're they're getting big they're five yeah. kobe's. they're quite big 
and like say what they're probably the size of beagles now let's say fully grown beagle would be oh, a five okay one, okay so cooper would look at kobe and just say yeah i can do it and he'll fall out just jump over him like, oh, <laughs> i think because Stunts. they're boys as well they have so much more energy like yeah me fella has like he always has like kittens coming into the gaff and one time he had two male kittens and like that just hopping over each other like it's a fucking show mm-hmm. jumping course or yeah, like fighting just fighting and like fighting yeah. like it'll be play fighting so it'll be you know it'll be grand you know like just like rolling around on the ground but uh yeah just so much what's the word testosterone <laughs> yeah boys boys they're beaters yeah. being boys yeah um, like as well like play fighting and stuff as well but that's like they're puppies that's allowed yeah it's so funny when before we started recording like i heard like a roof in the background was nor like a few weeks ago i would have been hearing like a <laughs> you know? yeah that's it no they like yeah stuff like that yeah Mad. they've gotten their their voice their dog of voices have gotten a little bit deeper now they're still scared of puddles <laughs> they're still scared of, they're scared of everything oh my god they're scared of birds like and they're like they're not they're not scary dogs they're two big gentle giants they're really like yeah and especially since we've gotten doberman's there's been a lot of like realizations of I don't know prejudices and stuff that people have yeah. against bigger dog breeds and stuff like that. It's making my blood boil a fair, but I won't lie to you. Oh, but talk to me such about that. Gentle giants. They're just oh no, they're gorgeous. Like and maybe people will see them if we have them out walking, and people are like, oh, they're Dobermans. I won't go over and say hi to them. Whereas if you go and say hi to the boys, they will lick you to death. Oh, there's not a nasty bone in either of the one. Like they're just gorgeous. Now they get thick with each other sometimes. Like yeah. if Cooper has a sock and Kobe wants the sock and takes the sock. Cooper would be like, "Fucking give me my sock back." But that's <laughs> like, that's that's life. It's a like, sock, like. <laughs> no, they're just they're they're absolute dopes. They're gorgeous. I can't wait. You won't be able to get me away from them when I meet I hope them. Not. Oh, do you know what? Actually, <laughs> I have a wholesome doggo story. So when I go for my run, there's a big hill. And do you remember that? I, did, I think I linked it to you. There, there's a blind boy song. Um, well, he, it's not like a blind boy song, but he wrote it on one of his Twitch streams. And it, it's all like, gonna get to the top of the mountain, keep falling down. Do, 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 do. And yeah. it's a class tune. It's really, really cool. And sometimes I'll open Instagram and like I have the video saved and I'll just play it when I'm like running yeah. or doing bits just because it's such a good song. And not gonna lie, sometimes I play it when I'm running up this hill because it's about getting to the top of the mountain. Um, (laughs) honestly and I get to the top of the mountain and I kind of like walk for a bit then to get my breath back and I walk past Pippa's house and Pippa is a chocolate lab who would maybe be about four or five so she's essentially still a puppy and like I've been mates with her since she was bought and since she was a puppy so she knows me and she's she's gotten so good so normally like when you're walking by she'd follow you home and she'd like haunt you for the whole day just barking and she'd love tiny and tiny just doesn't have time for young things um, and yeah. ti- tiny's a bit like mm, you're too intense go away but pippa That's is fair. just pippa has like really grown up now and she sees me walking past and she kind of looks at me like can I come say hi? And I'm like, come say Aww, hi. And she comes over so and lovely. we have a little hello. And I've just run up a hill. So it's such a treat. And then I we have our little hello and we have a little little cuddle. And then I say, bye Pippa. And I kind of like wave at her and she kind of looks and I'm like, go home now. And then she goes oh. home and I go home. And it's just oh, the best gorgeous. thing. She is so amazing i love her oh hello pippa isn't it funny the the connection you can have with dogs that aren't your own dogs yeah or even horses like if i get out of the car sometimes if it happened when i was coming home from college like if i get out of the car dream my horse will just be like hello 
She kind of makes this noise when she's hungry. I won't try to impersonate it. This will sound really strange. But she makes this noise. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's, it's literally like that. And she's like, hey, girl. I'm like, hey, girl, hey. 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 Gas. Oh, Another one it. on my list that's kind of related is all the birds and sheep I've met on my walks. Really? Love the birds. Love the sheep. Birds and any sheep. animals. Have you had any interesting encounters with the sheep? Only just when they're crossing the road. You know yeah. yourself. And they're kind oh, of like yeah. crossing the road and they look at you for a second and they just keep going. I one time saw a sheep running around a field with a bucket on its head. Oh. <laughs> he was trying something new fashion wise and he said, yeah. you know what, I think this is going to be the look. How do I look? Is it my colour? What do you think? <laughs> oh, it's lovely. Is, is it comfortable though? Like, you know, does it inhibit your sight? <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you oh, talking that's grand. About? Why is everything green in a green bucket? <laughs> um, what's your favourite bird? Oh robins would be my first answer but i don't i love ducks 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 are class i wasn't expecting that answer ducks are amazing i I do love a water hen i just get excited when i see a water hen oh do you know what i love tell me all herons because they're all (laughs) they're always they're always near a body of water and I love water. I love walking down near the turlock or a canal or a river. Love it. And they're always, there's always, they're very solitude They're very solitude That's they're a tranquil. new word. So they're, they're always by themselves and they'd be like, they're just standing on one leg, just kind of thinking, looking for fish, just really, really chill. Just really, they just, they just seem like they don't care. You know, yeah. they, they don't care being by themselves. Actually, that's kind of an ick that I have. If someone isn't okay by being when they're by themselves yeah. do you know like i like mm-hmm. people who can be comfortable in their own company that's fair and i just think a heron is comfortable in their own company they really are but then if they see another heron they'll be like well how's things you know yeah they're, they're just very majestic and there was a, a park in harold's cross that i used to go to for my jogs and there was a heron there and i just used to like i tr- I wouldn't sneak up on him but i liked to like sit on a bench close to him just so mm-hmm. i can have a look at him and just so he'd be up. there and i'd be there do you know? Gorgeous. I love herons. They're so majestic and mysterious. I remember I was getting the bus in from Tala into college. And there, there you go over one of the bridges on Harold's Cross. You cross all the water. And there was this man on a surfboard paddling down the, the river. And the dog was on the front. A sheep dog was sitting on the front of the surfboard. And I was like, I'm after imagining that. Something's happening. I'm on, like, it was early in the morning, so I was quite tired. And then a week later, this man on a surfboard and his dog was on the news. RT News had him. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't dream that. He so was on the news! A, yeah, so there's a man in Harold's Cross on a surfboard. Amazing. Paddling down with the sheepdog at the front. There's another man in Harold's Cross on a different form of transportation with a different dog. So there's a man in the Harold's Cross and Rathmines area mm-hmm. cycling his bike with a Westie, which is, I basically call them Tiny's because Tiny's Westie. He has a tiny... Yay. Uh, he wears like a backpack mm-hmm. and Tiny kind of sits on top of his backpack with her paws over <gasps> his shoulders. Like a little, like like Yoda on Luke's back, yes. basically. So she clings there while he cycles around the gaff. And that and was she's Men of Harold's Cross. <laughs> yeah, but um, I saw something on Twitter or maybe it was even a news headline that he had lost his doggo. And it actually just put the fear of God in me. I was thinking, where's his tiny gun? And then a week later, I saw them cycling past me on fucking Leinster Road. God bless. And I was cycling and he cycled past me and I go your dog's really cute and he was like oh, do you want him he's a little prick and i was like oh no i already have one <laughs> you're grand but he even 
Like I even saw him in Little one time. I saw him saw him in the Little in Rathmines, God. and he had his little tiny on his shoulders. Like, oh, they're yeah. best friends. That's lovely. Oh, it just made me so happy. And like, it was always such a thing that whenever I saw him, I'd be like, there he is. Look at him. There he is. Yeah. You know, and so many people like would take a picture of him and put them on their Insta stories or whatever. And it's like that thing of a heron. Like when you see a heron, it's like, look at the heron. And I was like, look, there's a guy with a dog on his back. Do you know? Class. Dog on a surfboard. Class. Yeah. And you talk about him and other people would be like, oh yeah, I've seen him around the place. Do you know? I know your man. Gas. Yeah. I That's miss gorgeous. seeing funny things in Dublin. Yeah. Like you, you see funny things down here. Like one time I saw a woman in Roscommon Town going around on the unicycle. Just like totally chill. Class. And she was, she was like probably our age, like maybe even a bit younger, just going about on a unicycle and she cycled past us and she's like, well, <laughs> you know, just well. very nonchalant. Like, That's class. But what have I seen in Dublin that was a bit weird? One time I was walking down Leinster Road and there was a man maybe a hundred yards ahead of me and he stopped and he was just waving at this house and mm-hmm. like I was like there's no one there bud he's just waving was there anyone in the window maybe there was but like when I got to the house it looked pretty abandoned like he was a crazy dude and spooky unless he saw ghosts but that's let's not unpack that right now no, no here's another will I will I give it 2020 actually 2020 because I haven't I've been sounding kind of ungrateful in this pod they're um, all good I want to say nature Mm-hmm. but I am also like a bit delicate in that sense like I don't really like getting my nails dirty um so I appreciate nature to look at like my mom has the most stunning garden you could imagine oh, lovely. and she has poured every ounce of her energy into her garden this year like you couldn't get her out of the garden good though some people need that yeah, and she's like, it makes her want to retire. She's just like, I just want to spend all my time in the garden. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I'm just really grateful that like that exists and she's there like making such a lovely thing for people to look at and for her yeah. to feel proud of, Do you know? And like, I suppose you can like, you can broaden that then and say like, you know, she's made such a lovely home for us and like... Even though I've been home now since March, you know, you do get sick of it and you do get a bit lonely. And yeah. It's out, it's out in the middle of nowhere. Like, I will still absolutely love this. Like, I remember someone saying, for a while, actually, during the summer, it was like, so Molly, when are you coming back to Dublin? Or like, where, where's the next place that you're going to run away to? And I was kind of thinking, like, I'm actually kind of happy at home. Yeah. And I think one of them, then one of them came to my house and saw it because I was getting left home and they were like, do you know what? Fair enough if you want to stay here because this is just really homely and cozy and nice. Gorgeous. I can't wait for you to see my house. I can't wait for you to see or for me to see your house. I know. We're going to have to do an old old live little day trip. Do you have another 2020 there? Yes, I do. Well, I'll ring, I'll ream off a few there. We'll get rid of some. So I had plants and flowers, all the birds and sheep I've met on my walks. The postman, of course. Frontline (laughs) staff gives her class. Oh my God the strength do you know what I kind of thought this week that I thought that's a really shit thing to think and when the whole thing about the student nurses was going on about them Mm -hmm. like you know the doll voting against them getting fair pay I thought like why would you want to be why would you want to be a nurse like why would you want to why would you want to have to like suffer that kind of thing and then I realized like it's probably one of the most rewarding things like as hardworking as it is like could you imagine how like have you ever dealt with like a healthcare worker that just like kind of changed your Lauren's a student your nurse. Life. Lauren's a student. My, um, really? Yeah, Lauren's trained to be a nurse. Children's nurse. Midwifery and children's. 
in DCU in final year wow and she's like she'd be affected by the whole thing with not getting paid in placement and she's doing like a full week of 12 hour shifts and she doesn't get a cent oh for it oh like. my god see that's the kind of thing I was thinking like you know why would you want to do that but then like I have to stop myself and realise Molly like like people don't go into this willy nilly like they go into it because like this is their passion and this is like yeah. something that's going to be so rewarding for them for the rest of their lives and what did she say about it? Well, she's like she's fuming, like of course. And then with COVID, like she's works in a place she does um a disability nursing on the weekends, and then she do college during the week. But then when COVID happened, they were like, "No, you can't work in the disability place because you have to go and do your placements." So that's her out of work for, I think she did six months placement this year. I could be wrong. A long, a considerable amount of time where she couldn't do her job, but she still, you know, had to keep herself going, had to keep herself fed, had to keep herself like her car going up to Dublin like she'd come home for the weekends which she'd have to you know drive she'd look that's 50 euros in petrol then there's the bus to get to the hospitals and there's keeping herself fed Jesus. you know like it's it's fucking mad and especially like she'd be doing I remember she was doing she was in A&E in Temple Street A&E for a while and that's tough she was yeah. in the natal world the tiny little babies are like that's tough but it's oh all stuff God. I'd find or like she'd be like in cancer wards like I'd find that um, like I don't know how she does it but she'd still come home like and she'd be like oh, I had a great day you know, this person who was really sick took a good turn and they were feeling a bit better. Or he's had a great day. This kid with a broken legs, leg is in a cast and he's having great crack in his cast or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Or she'd be yeah. delighted because she'd tell you, like, I don't know, she could be, like, she would be giving away all of her secrets of patient confidentiality. She'd yeah. say, I have, she'd say, oh, I have this gorgeous baby in and he's a bit underweight, but Lauren's like, do you know what? If if he stays another week, we get him fed, he'll be out. And then she'd come back a week later and say, you know that kid I was telling you about? And I'd be like, yeah. And she goes, she went home today. The man was so happy. And like, it's just gorgeous. Like fucking fair play to her. Yeah. Yeah, because my mommy's a nurse and she'll come home with like, come home with stories like that. And she works in an injury unit. So like her specialties are like burns and broken bones. Like she kind of solely deals with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, I was picking metal out of an eyeball today. It was great. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Sewing a finger back on. It was lovely. Very rewarding. (laughs) Oh, God. Fair play to me. Like, it's the same. Like, like Lauren would be telling me stuff and she'd be like, oh, I saw somebody get, like, some horrible surgery. Like, for some of the nurses and stuff, they'd be watching surgeries and stuff. Couldn't do that myself. Fucking fair play to her. But some of the stuff she'd be like, oh, she's like, oh, it's really great to see that person get, you know, their spine fixed today. And I'm like, yeah. No, but, like, pay the student nurses, please. Please. Please even consider it please yeah just have a chat about it even instead of just saying yeah no. but have you ever like had have you ever like had to be in the hospital yourself like like i know like you've been to psychiatric treatment and stuff like that but have you ever like dealt with a healthcare worker that was just like fuck me you have restored my faith in humanity um i have hmm I don't have an... Uh, nobody's jumping into mind because I'm just thinking of all the wankers that I've encountered <laughs> to well, be really honest well. with you. Yeah, you no, get you get that. Well. Um, I've had some really sound Oh, I've had some wankers as well as well. I'd love to tell you about that now in a second. <laughs> That's fair. I wouldn't have been staying in like a psychiatric hospital. I would have been kind of just going in for appointments. Yeah. And the people I met there most of the time were fairly sound. i say the people that I would have met when I was under 18 were really good. Really? The people that you meet before, because when you get to 18, you get transferred to adult, but they have like teenage centers. There's one in Roscommon, it's called CAMS, Roscommon. Fucking great place. Oh. The staff in there are amazing. Yeah, really, I've heard really of helpful. They're really, really sound. So they would have restored my, not my faith in humanity, but like my faith of like, all right, you know, I'm going to feel like shit for a few years. But they were like, you know, you're going to feel like shit for a few years and then you're going to be fine. 
And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, fine. I can't feel worse than I do. So if you're telling yeah. me I'll be all right in a few years, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'd be blown away by, like, A&E staff. Like, I wouldn't yeah. see, like, I don't know, sometimes in college we'd be talking about, like, documentaries and seeing people doing A&E stuff. Like, how they actually make the programs about, you know, someone getting whisked off in the ambulance. And, like, this is what you do here and this is how you edit that. And I'm like, whoa. But I'm thinking, oh, my God, you're a camera person going in an you're ambulance. You're thinking about the content. Like. <laughs> like, I'd fucking vomit if that was my job. They're like, right, Misha, you're going to do six months now of um, filming people in ambulances. I'd be like, nope, sorry. Oh, <laughs> my- yeah, I would actually never think of that. Like, imagine if you were that person in the ambulance being taken. Like, this film crew is just going to come along if that's okay. Like, yeah. what? Do they ask for consent? Yeah, like I don't. Um, it they can do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all, it's all it's all asked for. But what it if is. you're like dying? It's like, sorry, could do you, would you mind if like me and the boom guy just came in the ambulance? Would that be alright? I like, don't know the, the story technicalities, there? but I, there's definitely like a press press waiver or like a release waiver okay. where they'd say, "Look, we filmed you while you were unconscious. Here's the footage. Are you happy?" And most of the time, people would be okay. Like, yeah that's fine you can put it in your program like sometimes i don't know if it's with the a and e shows now i'm not the be all and end all person on this oh yeah, yeah that's fine you might get yeah. a few pound to say thanks for being in our a and e show you oh yeah it, yeah yeah you know? that's so fair yeah um he, like you're getting exposed you know yeah like you're famous you're, you're, your kidney's <laughs> falling out but you're getting exposed you're getting exposed in more ways than one. <laughs> oh, oh stop um what was i gonna say there yeah i i had a really amazing um, experience with a healthcare worker one time but they weren't looking after me like I wasn't a patient okay I was so I had to do like an assignment for college and I couldn't I just couldn't work at home I just couldn't concentrate so mam said I think it was during the Christmas holidays or something she was like you can come to work with me and there's like a library in the hospital that like a yeah, lot yeah. of the doctors go to study and like sometimes even sleep there and she was like you yeah. just heading there and I was like all right grand and I was alone for like the morning that was fine working away and then in the afternoon a lot there was a lot of coming and going and there's a lot of doctors like coming in doing their bits heading out and they're very chatty so I was kind of like oh I'm not getting a lot of work done like this is like the fucking library in TU Dublin everyone's chatting having a party but um there was one woman that in particular was like you know starting a lot of the chat and she was like really chatting to everyone and like really energetic and eventually she turned to me and she was like so who are you like what are you doing here <laughs> and like I just don't think a lot of people do that like a lot of people no. wouldn't turn to a stranger and like so what's the story with you do you know how are you but she was really she was really nice about it she wasn't confrontational or anything and I was just mm-hmm. like oh I'm just I'm, I'm Maggie's daughter and I'm just here doing an assignment I just needed some peace and quiet and then she started asking me like what I was doing and what I wanted to be and I was t- telling her all about acting and I was like she was really interested into in it and like obviously like her profession is so science-based um, yeah. but she was showing so much interest and she was asking so many questions and she was talking about like the creative process and you know like the A to B to C about like doing a play or doing a film and the steps involved and like what it's like for me and how I feel about it and she was just really really interested and amazing but and like I tried to like redirect the conversation to her being like so yeah, what's yeah. being a doctor like but she was yeah. so good at like doing that herself and so she was qualified and she was working but because she was getting um what's the word relocated all the time from hospital to hospital depending on the need for her you know qualifications so she might specialize in one thing and like a hospital might have her for a while and then she might have to be relocated but she Mm. might have to like study to like you know become qualified in another area so that she could you know get another job somewhere 
and she was saying you know like it, it must be the same for an actor because although you have that basic training like depending on whatever role you might have you might need to like have an accent or you might have to like yeah. look a bit different or you might have to like I don't know maybe even speak a different language depending on the role yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then she was saying that for a really long time she was completely she is unemployed couldn't get a job anywhere and she was studying really hard like trying to like you know up her qualifications up her studies and her visa was running out she was from india her okay. visa was running out and she thought like if i don't get a job now in the next while like i'm gonna have to go back to india and start from square one mm-hmm. um and the, she was kind of saying saying like you know i can go back now and i could like look for a job there or i can like stick it out and yeah. she thought like no i'll stay here and i'll see what comes and she had applied everywhere mm-hmm. and she was also she also brought up the fact that like she felt like she wasn't taken as seriously as a doctor because she was a woman she often felt yeah. like the jobs would would have gone to the men mm-hmm. and she was kind of saying when she she was like i stuck it out and the day before my visa expired i was offered a permanent job no oh my god my nerves couldn't handle it i'm delighted for it but i could my hair yeah. could not take that she probably no, had her bags packed she... and everything to go yeah and she said that she was on the phone to her mom and her mom was like not nah, stick it out stay there until like you have nothing left you know you just don't know yeah. what can happen and she that then she was just kind of saying that to me like you don't know what can happen like you could be out of work for months and then you might get the role of a lifetime you just have to stick at it if you really care about it stick at it yeah absolutely and like not only has that restored my faith in humanity but it's restored my faith in my job even though i was talking to a doctor and even how the universe works a bit i think as well because like something will always come along you'll have a few weeks or a few months a few years and not knowing but yeah something will eventually that's that's one thing about this year like the biggest thing i've learned from this year is that you just don't know what can happen yeah like look at us doing a podcast that wouldn't have happened if we were both living a normal that's also um number nine on my list is the podcast at mall because that wouldn't <laughs> have happened if we were say if i was in final year and you were off acting like normal you know that we wouldn't have said hey i'm gonna start a podcast will you join me like that yeah. wouldn't have happened i know it's funny like i kind of thought like we'll start a podcast we'll just do it and yeah. then like like today like you know when we were doing like mic checks and like we we're checking our laptops and all these wires going everywhere. like obviously it's harder because we're not in the same room together mm-hmm. but it, it just like it got a bit to me today i was just kind of thinking like there's so much about sound recording and all this stuff that like i just really don't know about and i got a bit grumpy i was like fuck's sake like i thought this was simpler and <laughs> but like then again like another thing i've learned this year is that like you know, it's it's kind of like pretentious to say, you know, if you work hard at something, you do get more of a reward. But if you work hard at something that you like, or at least it's going to make you feel good, it'll be yeah. oodles more rewarding. Oodles. Oodles. Like, I'm not one who loves to work hard at things that I'm not good at. Like, if I'm not good at it. That's fair. I'm not going to enjoy the process of getting better at it. You're just going to do the minimum uh, to get by and that'll be that. I'm <laughs> yeah. saying, that's fine. Um, What was the toughest moment of the year i would say darcy losing darcy was definitely up there even though i said it was kind of my best moment as well toughest thing the toughest moment was all year i was like it's grand i'm gonna get back to college in september for final year and it's all gonna be fine and getting that email to say all your classes are online stay in Roscommon. like i was like because I was just like, in my head, I was like, okay, I can get from March to September. 
and I'll be fine. And I was relatively happy from March to September because I knew September Because you thought you had somewhere to go. That's literally it. I was like, yeah. and I got myself, I had my bags packed for September. I was getting all my bits, you know. And you probably was like, so you were probably like subconsciously planning in your mind, like, oh, that won't matter because I won't be here. Or like, oh, yeah. sure, I'll be gone to Dublin then. So yeah. That was literally it. Like, and I was arranging, I was like, okay, I can do this on that day. And yeah, like I literally had my bags packed. Knew, I was like, right, had plans to see friends back in Dublin start of september and then it was just like nope not happening yeah that was are you are you city are you city girl would you say um that sounds so cheesy i don't know i'm thinking 10 mouse and country ne- 10 mouse and country mouse <laughs> i don't know i you see i think i am but then again i love just being out with my animals i can do i can do the city for a while i can do it for a few yeah. months and then i'll need i'll need a week at home where i don't have to talk to anyone <laughs> what about you but like do you find like being at home you're just like oh i just want to be on camden street or something i love the buzz of town i love the buzz of like yeah. hopping off the bus going in trying to get a coffee and then walking down grafton street when i should be studying and i'm like no fuck it i just want to go for a walk and getting lost in dublin <laughs> yeah. down like out alleyways and just find it yeah. real. Like I used to love. I'd spend hours doing it. Though. That's the thing. And before I know it, I'd be on the other side of town. I'd have to get a bus back. Like what? Just gorgeous. <laughs> Headphones yeah. on. Just having a walk. Honestly, no. I used to be. I used to be the exact same. But I think towards the end of my college days, I kind of, I kind of started to resent it a bit. Okay. Like obviously, I appreciated like you know my mates, my college course, like the random things that you saw. There was a few foxes around. I loved them. Yeah. Um. Like I appreciated that kind of thing, and then like you got to people watch so much, yeah. and like you got to hear snippets of conversations, and you just be like, oh, what's that about? You know, there was so much of that going on. But I think I think what started to sicken me was like the wealth, yeah, capitalism and the hotels and the construction sites. Like that just gave me a bit of a headache sometimes. But I can swear to God to you now that I would do anything that's why i was so buzzed to be in athlone i was like oh my god oh no i do it to be a built there, up like. a built up urban area but that's literally it. i'm going off the library you know? in dublin on tuesday and i have it on my calendar i'm so excited like i'm literally all i'm gonna do is oh go lovely and i'm just like feck it i get to go to dublin for a day you know like i was waiting Love for it. that lockdown to chill out a bit so i was like feck it i might have a cup of tea with connor like class class mm. Love that. I, I, I've actually been hearing from a good few of my mates who are still in college, like, I'm going to the library tomorrow. That's it. I was, I was smiling. Last, I probably went to the library about two months ago and I was just sitting there smiling away to myself, like, class. Well, I'm always happy in the Trinity Library. Anyway. Oh, Trinity Library. But I'm always happy there anyway because it's just such a buzz and you're like, oh my God, the amount of people yeah. that are here before me, the amount of people that are going to be here after me, like, it's just so nice. Yeah. I can imagine you strolling through that arts building library. Yeah. I've been there. Uh, I had to go in there once for my thesis and it was around the time that Corona started becoming like more of a thing and more mm-hmm. of like a, you know, a headline thing. Yeah. And I think there was like rumours of a breakout in Trinity and like the day after that rumour broke out, I was like, going into the library to get a book. Woohoo! <laughs> Do you know, mad how like it just was so slow for the whole thing to like become serious. Yeah, absolutely. But then in one way it kind of exploded, you know, because like, it went it went slow, but then it also went quick because you know there was a matter of weeks where like our lives just totally changed. Like start of March, everything was relatively fine. End of March, everyone's at home and we can't go out. You know, so that's a quick time. I remember, yeah, I remember a podcast with um, Louis Through and Chris O'Dowd. Honestly, can you get a better combination of lads? Um, that's class. And Chris O'Dowd was saying like it's going to be interesting now because like literally every person on this planet is suffering from trauma yeah and you might think straight away like this is trauma but like oh, no, no. trauma is all about like unexpected unexplained and like what a something something else 
um, I wrote my thesis on trauma, so I should really know what I'm mm. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's so true. Like, like we are all suffering from like processing this thing, you know. We are, but I think it's no, gonna. It might even take a few years to, and that's why a lot of people are. I guess there's kind of going to be a trend, and I think people in screenwriting know there's going to be a trend of isolation. There's going to be a trend of a virus film and stuff like that, and that's all going to oh. happen. You know, that's there's going to be plays yeah. about two people not being able to two people being six feet apart of each other on the stage and not being able to touch each other or kiss each other whatever for a reason we don't know you know there's going to be that kind of thing in arts i think and that's why people's way of processing it which is totally fair i am going to give all my hats off to the person who can put that in art like put that in a film or a play but also just make it a bit different because like i've been seeing a lot of like coronavirus or I just said the C word, coronavirus. Didn't we agree we'd say it? Coronavirus. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> coronavirus. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of coronavirus related art this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, like between the plays and between the Abbey Theatre and between the radio stuff and between all this cool stuff that people are doing. And hats off to it. It's great. But I'm really looking forward to someone taking a more unique kind of examination to it. Do you know, yeah. like what you were saying, like it'll be something that isn't immediately addressed like they're keeping their distance they're not touching each other but like it's not addressed straight away that this is 2020 do you yeah know? exactly the fact that it happened in 2020 as well yeah because i you everyone know, like, thought no like ha- yay new new decade new thing 2020 is gonna be class haha haha we were all wrong but then again Listen, that's why i'm I hope this- oh we're gonna have a nice wine pop you ready go on go on go on to fuck oh that was gorgeous that was amazing. That was. Gorgeous. I think I wanna. I wanna isolate that and make. That's our video clip of the week. That's it. That's our video clip of the week. That's our promo vid. Gorgeous. Sorry, sorry for interrupting you. You're okay. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, all the kind of fear and all the trauma is kind of why I wanted to compile a list of twenty things. I'm gonna rattle through another few. Um, memes. Grateful for memes. Thank you for people that make memes. Thank you for people oh, that send memes to me. Love you. God. So like memes have become my personality. Like there's, yeah, me too. there's I some, speak in memes. Like there's some memes that like but instead of saying hello to someone, I'll just quote that meme. Yeah. I'm or, fluent in memes. I'm gonna put that on my C V. <laughs> LinkedIn. But there's fluent in memes. There's a couple of like I got so worn out of memes that I had to like look for really queer ones. <laughs> Do you know, like there's a couple oh, she's of, a bougie memer. <laughs> oh, not even that. Just like, I'm really into the obscure meme world. I can't yeah. believe that sentence just came out of my mouth. But there's God a few not. Instagram pages that specialize in the really weird Unusual memes, memes that I'm just yeah. all about. Yeah, unusual. Love Any that. particular meme? Like, what was your favorite lockdown meme? Oh. I, you see, I have loads of memes on my cork board. I have... Oh, my face is quite. Do you have them on your corkboard? I have badges. Can you see my Kermit meme? You see that? Oh, I have. My God, that's amazing. I have Fry being suspicious. I have the Kermit sipping tea meme. Um, that's stunning. Yeah, I love. I love your corkboard. It's so well organized. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I, I am surrounded by memes. God bless. My favorite one. I do love the Spider Man one where the Spider Man's pointing at Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Love that. That's cool. But there was yeah. one. There was a couple during lockdown that were particularly like unique to the lockdown experience. There was one, and it was an astronaut. There was two astronauts on the moon, and they're looking at the planet, and one of them goes, "Do you mean it was like this all along, or like do you mean like this is 
in this way and the other one just points the gun to him and he was like been like that all along and it's that whole notion of like when someone realizes something that was really obvious but kind of finally makes a connection you get taken out because it's like too much information for one simpleton yeah gone really (laughs) really funny and really niche but and there was another one and like it's not recent well actually no it is recent it's not really of the lockdown period it's like it's the something for me like everyone's saying that now yeah it's it's the whatever for me or there was a lot of tiktoks showing my age love tiktok love it love it love it yeah there's these tiktoks where they'd be like god would be tell god quotation marks would be telling um maybe mother nature or an angel or a disciple or whatever you want to say an assistant let's say yeah. god's pa and he was like did you put enough did you put in did you do the trauma for the decade you know spread it over for the 2020s and yeah. he's like 2020s i thought you said 2020 and god's like what what oh so yeah like, as if the whole i've generation seen that of trauma yep yeah i saw one, one that was like about the dinosaurs and it was like so did you uh did you make the dinosaurs meatier as in like bigger yeah and it was just meteor i thought you meant meteor and then like yeah. they're just back and forth like meteor and then like yeah. there's tears streaming down their face like <laughs> meteor <laughs> yeah i love those yeah that's Brilliant. the kind of vibe i have to say i do love them yeah what was i going to say oh yeah i am not on tiktok yeah <gasps> it would take over your life i think see that's the thing i don't know if i'm prepared for that it's a lot of fun though i can yeah see i always i'm a bit of a i'm a bit of um what's the word bit stingy not stingy i'm a bit of a leech when it comes to tiktoks that's fair so i will look at tiktoks on other people's phones or i'll get other people to send me tiktoks or like look at them on twitter but yeah. i'll never delve into the app itself it's just a bit scary i don't that's know what fair. it is it's it just is a, a bit lot. of a black hole like an hour will be gone in 10 minutes like it, it plus i also i just feel like i don't understand it so and i'm really scared of things it's that like I don't fine understand. yeah it is, it is like vine fine. vine was fun and vine was accessible but i just feel like there's a lot more bells and whistles to tiktok it's kind of I I it wasn't our maybe our year or our age our year our year in school our age group from musically I think there would have been a few years you yeah. know musically where they'd be singing it's a bit like yeah. musically and fine put together because there is a bit of singing but it's nice there's a bit of song and dance there's a bit of song and dance between yeah. the jigs and the reels you know yourself <laughs> brilliant we were coming up with so many pod inside jokes and they're recurring and it's just really satisfying look at us <laughs> we're having inside jokes with ourselves what are we like oh there's someone coming hello. Hello? It's me. Hello? Yeah? I'm recording my podcast. I'm recording my podcast. <laughs> Can I ask you another question relating to the year 2020? Absolutely. Um, what was the highlight? And it could be like two or three moments. I have two or three. I remember... So lockdown started in March and then it ended in June or July. I don't remember. One of the mm. J months. And they were like, please come and go stay in hotels and go stay in... And myself and Connor hadn't seen each other for like the long... Like, say, five months. And we were like, feck it. So we went to Galway for a night. And I remember we both got to Galway and it was lashing rain. We were both starving. We hadn't had breakfast. Like, I like it was five or six hours on two or three trains each. You know, it was a long little spin. Like, I think I left the house at about half five or six in the morning. I got there at one o'clock. And Galway was pissing rain didn't give a fuck we both went to mcdonald's didn't have anywhere to sit because he had to take away so we got mcdonald's and we were sitting on a rock by the water eating soggy chips in the lashing rain and it was just i couldn't stop laughing he's like why are you laughing you're getting fucking soaked like yeah. chips are getting you soggy. were just delighted to be out of the i house, was like. just so <laughs> happy to see him and i was so happy to have chicken nuggets yeah. it was just class <laughs> isn't that funny like i find with like 
being in a relationship in 2020 like I won't say it's disappointing but like your little your little moments of reunion are often not as like romantic as they make them out to be in the movies like that you might end up on a rock in Galway eating chips in the rain yeah or like like you might have to meet up on a day that one of you are working or something do you know but um yeah no that's it like that's it that's such a great perspective that you have though that it's just I think I've seen him four times this year and we went like go from seeing each other every day in college we'd have lunch pretty much you know five days a week in college together yeah go to the gym three or four times a week you know we'd we'd spend most of the days like whatever gaps we had in college together or with each other's mates or like stuff we're in the same kind of friend group so like seeing him four or five times this year is just like whoa (laughs) (laughs) who are you and i think but like not to like bring up that old phrase like like absence makes the heart fonder but it is kind of like not getting to know each other again when you see each other again yeah but like it does add so much like freshness to things do you know mm-hmm. especially like seeing them in three dimensions is so cool yeah. sometimes like being able to just, just like, like poke them and then stand yeah. on your hands but like oh, i'll poke you like there you go. or just like walking around them in a circle and just being like you are oh, three you have a new freckle you on are... the back of your head nice to know yeah like, <laughs> or like i never noticed that or something do you know yeah exactly what's your highlight yeah. give me an highlight go on really nice moments um i remember one time like in the depths of the heat wave lying Mm. out on the grass on my yoga mat after doing a bit of yoga and listening to a podcast with mary robinson that was really nice and my cat came and cuddled me and then one day i got drunk at about 2 p.m and (laughs) like that i was out in my underwear on the yoga mat having a great time in the blaring sunshine and i just started crying because i started thinking I started visualizing like what my kids might look like. Whoa. And like I could proper see them in my mind's eye and I just started crying because I loved them so much. <laughs> Do they have names? Can um, can I be godmother? Oh, of course you're being godmother, but names okay. is a weird one for me. I feel like I'm going to I feel like my children will be unnamed until they're about 2 and then I'll be like, "Okay, I've decided." <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll give them about five middle names just in case. <laughs> five uh, back it's hard it's a hard thing naming the child like absolutely yeah oh god but like recently i've been really loving the name jody gorgeous i know a jody and she is one of my favorite people in the whole world jody's a great name see that's it like how could you not love a jody i know jodies are great and my brother jordan sometimes my ma calls him jody so it can be like that's cute yeah i love Uh... names that can work for a man or a woman for work for any gender do you know yeah um there's Dylan. Dylan for a girl. Love it. I haven't heard of another girl, but I like it. Or a female identifying person. I haven't heard of it, but I like it. What I love is like typically masculine names for a girl. Like I love mm-hmm. the name Morgan for a girl. Like I yeah, think that's gorgeous. so cool. It sounds or American. Or typically though. like... It is. It is very American. Bit too Yankish. I know. What are we like? Or, two like, little t- liars who's coming with? It's very American. Couldn't be having that. Wouldn't christen her with that name. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, I think it's good that good though that we can point out like americanisms and be like that's that's an americanism rather than like yeah, falling yeah. into the not being brainwashed by it man yeah. <laughs> um but another really nice highlight was when i had my dublin friends come to my roscommon home gorge i had like i had four of them come down and they stayed for two or three nights but like i i don't think i could tell you for how long they stayed because i was just drunk the whole time they were here <laughs> good <laughs> and it was, it was a just couple, a day yeah it was a couple of days after i turned 21 so it was kind of like my birthday thing and we were really lucky with the weather the weather was really nice 
and god bless my mom i felt bad but she was like you need time just with your mates and you just need to go a bit wild so i'm gonna head off to my friend's house so we had the place (gasps) to ourselves and it was just mental and we had lots of lovely food and it felt like um one of them said like this feels like that bit in normal people where they all go to italy and have a gas time together (laughs) it was just so sunny and we're having dinner together and like drinking lots of wine and it was just it was stunning because like it kind of like it was obviously really nice to have all the mates there but it also made me realize fuck i was nothing without you guys like i was so lonely yeah yeah the loneliness was definitely like the worst That's thing the that pandemic thing. brought upon us no, i was I talking to i was talking to pandemic recently actually how's he getting on so i w- it was one night couldn't get to sleep and I just, I just wanted to, lo- sometimes I love opening my window and leaning out, just, you know, the, yeah. the air and the night. And uh, I just knew, like, he's everywhere. So mm-hmm. I knew he'd be walking. Bit like God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, pandemic, he's one leg as long as the other and he's, he's yeah. crooked and he, like, he doesn't walk. He kind of has a John Wayne walk about him and he, he waltzes up the road like he fucking owns the place. And I opened my window and I knew he'd be there and I swung out and I said, how are you, Nick? And he goes, how are you now? He says, well, I hear a lot of talk about she soon getting rid of me and about she soon being immune to me. I suppose you don't want me hanging around? And I said, come on, Nick, now it's been months. It's been months. Like, I know you're a natural phenomenon and like things happen the way they were, but like, it's been a while, do you know? Mm-hmm. Read the room, read the room, Nick. Read the room, babe. And... I was like, you know, it's just been, it's just been a lot, you know, it's just been a lot. And he said, ah, well, you have plenty to look forward to. And he limped off. I don't know if that's an ominous, you have plenty to look forward to as if he's going to bring us more shit or if he's going to respectfully walk away. Well, I think what he means is like when he's gone, there'll be more to like, more to look forward to. There's going to be so much to look forward to, do you know? Like, this isn't the end of the days, do you know? Like, there's no. there's fucking professional scientists who literally have an extremely reliable vaccine coming around, do you know? Mm-hmm. I was reading into the vaccine today and I, I read something about someone, like, unpacking, like, debunking the myths. Is that yeah. what the young people call yeah, it these yeah. days? That's what they do, And yeah. it actually was really interesting. Like, like, I never knew about the process of, like, making a vaccine before, or the trials it has yeah. to go for, go through. And they were saying like, oh, you know, it's really rushed. And like, the, that's because everyone is putting every cent of their money towards this vaccine. Like, yeah. you know, like more money equals more scientists, more space and more time. Yeah. So obviously like something that would be created in eight years has been created in 10 months because they have mm-hmm. had so much funding. It's just, it's such a big need. Um, so yeah, if anyone is doubting the vaccine, just fucking wise up. Wise up, chup chup. Wise up, chup chup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I said chop chop. Chop chop. <laughs> Would you like a chop chop? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't say no. Misha, I fucking loved talking to you today. I've loved talking to you too. The world is a better place. Honestly, like, if anyone else out there gets as much enjoyment as I do out of this pod, I'm happy. I do. So then it's just you and me, kid. <laughs> but even if it's just me and you until the end of time, I don't give a fuck. I'm happy out. I really I'm don't. Dogs that's it yeah 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 um and to those of you who are hearing this right now thank you hope you're well if you see pandemic tell him to fuck off um or have a chat with him empathize with him and say listen pal you're taking more than you're giving 
but that's okay. Yeah, but don't don't give him too much time because he's no, no, he's no. like that old inappropriate farmer who's always yeah. in the pub who'll just yeah. who's just says things to annoy you, do you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can but, give him a nod, but you need to keep walking. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Don't give him too much time of day. Temperamental fuck. Um, <laughs> write down write down something that you're grateful for every day. Or even just once a week. Even just do it say, do you know what today? What am I grateful for? It could be the fizz in your sparkling water. Do you know? That could be it. <laughs> if you're Molly Mew. <laughs> if you're Molly Mew. It could be someone or it could be email. It could be anything. It could be Misha's gorgeous fringe and her eyebrows. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I was on to my auntie Don't Karen, be who's not my that. auntie. It's lovely. She's not my auntie, but she's kind of my auntie. Oh, and we all have one of those, don't we? Yeah, we do. She's my fairy godmother, is what I call her. And she's from, she's from the north, from near Belfast. And she, she cuts my hair whenever she's down. But I cut the fringe, yeah. obviously, in between. Because, you know, she's You don't want to be blind. Jesus. I was, she was on the face. She was on the FaceTime, on the Skype. Huh. And she goes, what the fuck happened to your fringe? And I kind of hooshed it. And she goes, oh, God, thank God. It was just what a What happened angle. to your fringe? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I hooshed it a bit. And I, she was what like, the fuck happened to your fringe? She's like, ways up. And I said, no, 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 it's grand, just a bad angle. And she goes, thank God, it was just a bad angle. <laughs> oh, she's class. Thank fuck, class. it was only a bad angle. That was it, yeah. Sorry, I'll stop love you, Carol. Love you so much. She's Does she listen? Um, I think she listened to the first few. I don't know if she's okay. listened lately, but yeah, class. Oh my God, I didn't know that my mom like, was listening so much. Like I knew she listened to the first one and then I just kind of didn't mention it. Mm-hmm. And then one night she just kind of binged all of them. And she goes... I listened to them all last night. I didn't know you were writing in school. <gasps> no! And that's kind of what I wanted to avoid. But like, yeah. she, she doesn't care really. Not really. But like, the only thing, like she just asks a lot of questions. She's like me. She just loves to know the goss and she loves to know the deets. Yeah. And like, I think, like obviously it's no harm telling her these things, but I think I like to keep a bit of teenagerism about me sometimes and just like not tell her all the tea. So, well, yeah, but that's a bit of privacy, I think. Yeah, well, it's privacy, but like, I wouldn't mind telling her stuff. But I think for my own, the, mm-hmm. my inner teenager, I like to keep some things to myself. Yeah. Um, like, like I would tell other people, but I just wouldn't tell her. And uh, she thinks that she's sometimes like, but we're like sisters, and I'm like, honey, go honey. back to your knitting. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit like I being mum as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Love them to bits. Right. So that that was a long wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but August Kalinina August Dini non gender binary. Um Lovies. Lovey. Have a delicious, beautiful night. Have a glass of wine to yourself. There was a lad in work actually. Or a bit of TK lemonade. Or a bit of TK lemonade. And I was saying, Oh, Martin, look, I'm lushing into the wine every weekend. Like, you know, I really I'm gonna do dry November. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Fuck it. You have nothing else to look forward to. Come on now. <laughs> Love That's you. God bless. Uh, he's he's a dote. All the all the old fellas at work are like my dad's. I've loads of dads. It's like fucking Mamma Mia times three. Gas. <laughs> yeah. Alright. See the musical of the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing boxes into the air like Just Woo! one look. Da, 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 da. Oh I love Mamma Mia. Anyways. Talk tea. Sure listen, we may let you go. Well I'll let you go now, I'll let you go. I won't be wasting your credit. Credit to listen to a pod. Bye 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 bye